Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, thanks for joining us for another Sunday edition of We Run the North of BTSC uh, show on this network. Um, today, uh, well, I'm Kevin. I'm Kevin Tate, uh, contributor to the BTSC podcast, host of the my own podcast, the Know It All's podcast. With me today, I have our resident Bengals, Bengals super fan, the homie B Dirt, Brandon. What's up, B? What's going on, Tate? Thanks for having me on again. Uh, as, as I always tell you, I appreciate being on here. Uh, I do live in Pittsburgh, for those that don't know, or seen it for the first time, seeing me on here for the first time. So I do have some interesting takes on not just Bengals, but just the the Steelers, the city of Pittsburgh, the AFC North. So, Hey, man, I got a feeling some people are going to see you on the street, man, and say, hey, you're that Bengals fan <laughs> that, that lives I, in our territory. You know, it's funny. It already <laughs> happened at work. I didn't tell you about that, but it happened at work, actually. Um, one of the guys that worked work in the warehouse was like, hey, 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 did I see you on the, the BTSC? And I said, yeah, yeah, the, the we run the north. He goes, yeah. He goes, take that Bengals flag down. <laughs> First thing he said. First right, thing he said. right. It was my boy Chris Brown. Okay, okay. It was bound to happen. Yeah. But uh, so, man, yeah, man, today, thanks for joining me again. Well, we're going – talk about you know it's really tough to find things to talk about this time of year you know it's kind of a dead time between the OTAs and between when training camp actually starts 
draft is done, free agency is done. So this is that like one month period of the NFL season, you know, on a on a on a on a year calendar that is kind of like not a lot to talk about. So we gotta kind of have to create our own content and things to talk about. And the sports calendar in general is a dead time, right? We got the, year baseball. We got, we got hockey. We got hockey right now. But even hockey playoff. Baseball's got too many games to get too excited about a single day's game. You know what I mean? Like, the playoffs are great, but you got 162 games. I mean, I, I just went to the game on, Father, on Father's Day here uh, in Pittsburgh. Great game, but it's hard unless you're at the game to get real excited about a daily game. Brit, Brit, Britsburg Owen, what's up, man? Hey, I, I sent you a tweet, man, with my information. I was expecting to hear back from you, but uh, maybe you didn't get to tweet. But what's up, man? I'm doing good. How are you? But no, like, so, but like, like, finish finishing what I was saying. Looking for something to talk about on uh, the Scobro show on Tuesday night. They ended they ended that uh, broadcast with a question: Who was the Steelers' quarterback when you became a fan? And for me, it's Terry Bradshaw. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a '70s kid. I actually will be 50 later this summer. So. Uh, Dave, I didn't know you were going to admit that. What's that? I didn't know you were going to admit that. Oh, come on, man. You look you look this. I got more grays than you. I'm almost 50. The grays are coming in. I got more than you. You probably doing you're about what? 4 years younger than me? Uh, 45. Yeah, okay. about 4. And you had your birthday already this year? No, I turned 46 uh September. Oh, well, so yeah, if I was turned 50 in September, so yeah, I'm 4 years older than you. But uh, but we've been buddies since way back. We used to play poker together and stuff, all night poker games and stuff. <laughs> you remember yeah, those? Yeah, we gotta cut those off early now. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> there's no way I could go to four in the morning now. My wife won't let me stay out that late. I didn't have a <laughs> wife back then. But uh, no. So Terry Bradshaw was a quarterback for me, and I thought it'd be interesting to talk about quarterbacks, not only the Steelers quarterbacks, but the other quarterbacks in the division. And asked the live chat, like, who who was the quarterback of the Steelers when you became a fan? And if you remember, who 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 were the quarterbacks of the other teams in the division when you became a fan? So we're kind of just gonna have some quarterback talk today, man. And you know, like I said, for me, it's Terry Bradshaw. As far as the Steelers go, who is it for you? As far as the Bengals quarterback, who who was the quarterback of the Bengals when you became a fan? Um, when I became a real big fan. Uh, it wasn't until I was 10 years old, so it was Boomer just started then. So I'm a 76 kid, so Boomer Boomer just took over the, the helm um, at that point in time. Now, I, I remember watching games with my dad before that, um, but not – you know, I was watching games with my dad when I was 7, 8, 9 years old, and I, I remember watching uh, uh, Ken Anderson play – but I, I wasn't huge into him. When I went to my first game when I was 10, that was it. I was in. I was I was hooked at that point. I was Boomer. Okay. And so you say you were 10, so that was about – 10 or 11, 11, yeah. 85, 86 years? 86, 86 year, I think. 86, maybe 87. George Teston said, what's up, B-Dirt? What's going on, George? Uh, he said hello to me, too. Don't think you're special. What's up, George? Of course he did. <laughs> Reginald Rivers, happy birthday this Friday, man. What is that, like the 1st first, first of July? Yeah, Friday's the 1st. 
Okay. Well, yeah. 57. So you got an OG in here older than me, man. You thought you talking about me. I got somebody here that's older than me. <laughs> but uh yeah, so in the live chat, if you want to just put who the quarterbacks of the division were when you remember, we're gonna we're gonna get to talking about some of these franchises, some of these quarterbacks and stuff like that, me and B Dirt, but but we welcome the uh the comments in the live chat so we can pull them up and talk about, you know. Show show your list of who the quarterbacks were in the division when, when you started your football fandom, your Steeler fandom. But be dirt. So since you're here, man, let's just jump right on and talk about the Bengals quarterbacks, man. So uh, you you, we, you said Boomer was the first. Yeah, Boomer was like uh, the first quarterback I really I really rooted for. Um, and uh, you know we we've actually I, I view us as either hot or cold. I mean, we're either on it, we either got a great quarterback, or we are in complete misery. There's never, like, a solid quarterback, I think, in our, our franchise. You know, Kenny Anderson was uh, a great quarterback, um, uh, kind of transitioned right into Boomer, who was a great quarterback. Uh, his numbers, you look at him, uh, his career numbers are sneaky good, too. Um, and then, you know, Carson Palmer, I thought, was a great quarterback. Um then, uh, you know, now I think we're in a good spot with Boomer. The only one that I thought was a good quarterback, that kind of that serviceable manager was Andy Dalton. And then you go into a bunch of bums. I mean, Jeff Blake threw a great uh, deep ball. But then, you know, look at our draft choices at quarterback. You know, David Klingler, um, Achilles Smith. Achilles Smith really played Achilles one year of football in like Oregon. A draft bust. I remember that. Yeah. Well, he played one year of football in Oregon. Uh, he was hold, a baseball. Hold, 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 hold that thought real quick, B. Dirk. So, Jer Jared Devil Cordell was his first QB. He would wear his jersey to preschool. I I feel really old when Cordell was the quarterback. I'm about the same age as Cordell. I think Cordell might be a, a month or two. Like Cordell and Jerome Bettis, we're all like the same age. So, yeah. So. To, to see that, that see, Jared was Devil was a sophomore in, in college, or excuse me, I was a sophomore in high school when I think it was sophomore year. But I was I was playing golf in districts uh, for Bath when um, he threw that uh, touchdown pass to beat yeah, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan, I remember that. Yeah, I walked in the door. It was the only play I saw the entire game. Ripped my heart out. I remember watching that game. I was, I was feeling – Feeling kind of ill that day. I think it was like a, a, a October, a Saturday in October, and yeah, and he, he with the, I believe it was the Michael Westbrook who would later go on to play for the Washington, formerly Redskins, now yeah. football team, now Commanders. But yeah, and I'm um, just gonna pull some of these. Here's G GT George Teston, man. He's he. He's got, we all got the We all got the same list. I remember a little bit of Dan Pastorini, but. I guess I gotta remember Dan Pastorini, but I just remember Earl Campbell was 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 the the horse on those teams. You know what I mean? It yeah, was, I mean some of these guys, like, even though you remember them, they're just not memorable. You know, right. what I mean? Dan Pastorini's not somebody on that on that list of those four quarterbacks that's gonna stand that's a, out. That's a good list, though. He remembers everybody. That's a Man. great list, George. Um, we got Brian Hensley, Neil O'Donnell was his first Steeler QB. So that goes back to about what, what we said about 91 ish, 91 yeah. 96. I think Noah Donald's a quarterback. But yeah, back, back, back to the Bengals quarterbacks. So 
You guys spent the first round pick on David Klingler. Achilles Smith. Achilles Smith. Um, we pat, patch worked in. Um, oh, uh, what was the guy that had the small hands that always fumbled? Kitna. John Kitna from. He came from what Seattle or someplace. I don't know. Yeah, he, he, but he went so. You know, my, my second team, you know, being uh, Cincinnati and Detroit fan, my second team's always been the Lions. He played for both teams and did kind of blah both. Um, but we, you know, I I, I remember I, I liked watching Jeff Blake throw the deep ball to Pickens. But, I mean, for me, it's, you know, Carson, Boomer, and, and Ken Anderson. Those are the guys I, 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 I really remember. And Ken Anderson. And that, and that's another thing that, that that we talked about that I know is Boomer and Ken Anderson both won league MVPs. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bengals yeah. have more have more quarterbacks that have won league MVPs than the Steelers do. Yeah, uh, but if you want to talk about Hall of Famers, we got one: Anthony Munoz. That is the bingo only Hall of Famer. Only Hall of Famer. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep. So you you look at that. You guys had what six or seven on your defense in one year. Yeah, quite in the seventies. <laughs> you know what I mean? You look at the, the team in the seventies. There's seven guys playing on that side of the ball that are probably in the Hall of Fame. You got Mean Joe Green. You got Lambert. You got Ham. Blunt, Johnny Shell, I think that's five right there, right? Yep. And yeah, that like that's like you said, that's from one team. That's not even going over to Bradshaw, Frank O'Hare, Stallworth, Swan. Yep. I think that's ten off that team. That's ten right there. Wow. And we might mm-hmm. be missing somebody. Um, I might be missing somebody. The Bengals only have Anthony Munoz. Is one. The only. Anthony Munoz, the only guy with a gold jacket. Wow, that's some right there. Here, let's see yep. what the homie, homie Britsburg is saying. Best keeping the AFC North right now. That's a that's a little bit of homerism, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have to admit, it's a that's very a objective. That's a very objective list. <laughs> Kenny Pickett, and Mr. Trubisky, number one. I mean, I'm all for the Steelers, bro, but I I can't say that. Joey Bungle, man. That's rough, rough crowd. Lamar Jackson spelt wrong. Deshaun Watson spelled. I think that's intentional disrespect. Yeah, Owen. It <laughs> but, seems that way. I'm gonna yeah. tell you this. I'm gonna. I, if you ask me, I would take. I go Burrow one. I would go. Uh, well, look, Deshaun it, it, Watson two. There you go. I would right say there. Trubisky three. And oh, you're talking right now. Right now. About- Trubisky three and number four on his take. And number four, I would put Jacoby Brissett because that's who's going to play. Um, I also agree with you. Uh, it's funny, Kevin. I, I, I was uh, talking to Tate about that before we came on the air. For my money, just by the eye test, even though he didn't win an MVP, you know, he didn't get to a Super Bowl, but by the eye test and, and, and the numbers, I would say Carson Palmer is also our best quarterback we've had. I. It's hard for – I, I don't think that the game has changed so much that it's hard from era to era to look at yards as a, an actual stat, to look at um, 
to look at, you know, yards, total touchdowns. The, the game, they pass so much more now. It's a more of a pass-happy league, you know. Um, so that, when, that, How many times were you in a four-wide receiver set in 1972? Right. Yeah. Well, that, that explained Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow's ascension to the – he's in the oh, top yeah. seven already after one and a half years. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they play the game a lot different. Who's the uh, – Who's the Bengals' all-time career yardage leader? Do you know? Yardage leader? I don't. I don't. Kenny Anderson. Yeah. I believe he has like thirty-one thousand yards, which would which would have been a a, a ton of yards. Then, yeah. years ago, when he was done, yeah. he probably. I bet he. I would bet he probably would have been in the top ten when he was done. I don't know. Boomer didn't have as many seasons. No, not with the Bengals. I think he's like twenty-six thousand. Yeah, Kenny Anderson. Played yeah, I'm looking like, at Anderson. 14 years with us. Kenny Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 13 years. 13. I'm sorry. And went and went to a Super Bowl. I remember that Super Bowl against the 49ers. That was 81. I remember that playoff game against the Chargers, and it was freezing cold. Like, well, you went yeah. with negative 50 something degrees. Yeah, the ice bowl. I remember watching that game as like maybe like a nine year old kid or something at the time. Yeah, and they had Dan Fouts wanting to throw the ball over the yard, and it was negative yeah, fifty windshield. Yeah, that probably really, really handicapped the uh, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego at the time, because you know that they had. I mean, you're already a team from California; you're not used to playing in the cold. But that was extreme cold for even yeah, the region at the time. <laughs> you know. Now, I, I know how you're a, a numbers guy here. So I took out – I'm going to ask you. I'm going to give you two sets of numbers, and you tell me who you got. I took out yardage like we like I said earlier. I don't think it's really that good. So completion percentage, 61.7% for a career. 227 total touchdowns versus 144 interceptions with the yards per catch at 10.9. Second quarterback, completion percentage 51.9%, 212 touchdowns, 210 interceptions, yard per catch, 13.8 yards, or yards per completion, excuse me. Okay. Who are you taking out of those two? Number one or number two? I'm taking number two. Because you know who he is. Because I know he's a four-time Super Bowl win MVP. But if you just go by those numbers, that's Flacco versus Bradshaw. Flacco? That's Flacco versus Bradshaw. It's an interesting comparison. I, I saw that, man. I saw that. that I, I mean, I knew Bradshaw had 200, two more touchdowns he did interceptions. Yeah. He, a little more risk-reward. You know, I mean, you get three more yards per completion. I mean, that, that's nothing to sneeze at. Uh, no, no doubt. He definitely threw the ball downfield a lot and more that, than – especially I, then versus now, they do they did throw the ball downfield. And I think that was his thing. He, he took shots. Yeah. He took shots. You know, he's a yeah. true true shot taker, you know, at the quarterback position, throwing a deep ball to Swan and Stallworth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Wasn't much fear back there, that's for sure. Yeah, but no, if if, 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 if if I was being unbiased and had not known the numbers, I would have took quarterback one. But I, I knew I knew when I got those interceptions in there, you'd be like, ah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I knew who that was. I, I watched like, the twinkle in your eye as soon as I said, Said 210 interceptions. He's like, oh, that's my guy. Right, right, right. 
Um, okay, let's see. So I'm gonna rank my top three Bengals quarterbacks. Did did you rank yours right? Top three Bengals quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I said I can't put Burrow in there yet with only a season and a half. I put Palmer one. I put Bur- uh, Boomer two, uh, and I put Ken Anderson three. I think if Boomer would have had the extra six years that Ken Anderson did, he would have smashed all those records. Yeah, no, I I, I don't disagree. So, no Dalton at all? No. Wow. No. So what, outside, what, outside looking in. Outside, so somewhere in the top five. Yeah, absolutely. Top five. Um, I mean, if you want me to go five, see, this is where it gets really, I mean, I'm looking at five. If I'm, if I'm still sticking to my gun, not putting Joe Burrow in there, I got to put Jeff Blake in. That's terrible. Like we're, that's how bad it goes down. Um, so, so yeah, I would say Dalton's probably, I would say Dalton's four. Now I think Burrow goes to the front of the line. You know what I mean? I think he's got VIP access. He just hasn't gotten in a club. Right. Right. He just, he just got, he just got to get, get a little older to get in the club. Yeah. A year and a half. I mean, if we wouldn't have fixed the, <laughs> if we would have fixed the offensive line, hopefully it'd do a lot better this year. But if, we would have kept it status quo. He probably wouldn't have played more than four or five years. Okay. So my top my top five Bengals quarterback, I'm going to – I would probably agree with you. I'll probably put Boomer on top as one. I think I would put Kenny Anderson at two and Carson Palmer at three. So I put Carson at one. Right. So our, So our, you just flip one and three, yeah. Yeah, um, and if I'm if I'm going ahead with the final the round out the top five, I would I would have to put Andy Dalton in there. And I mean, come on, man, Joe Burrow got you. Too you got to put him there. I got to put him in there over Blake. Yeah, you know. I get so, that. yeah, that's that's where I'm at on the top on the top five Bengals quarterbacks. So let's uh let's just go ahead and jump right to well to make it quick because we we talked about this. At one time in the AFC Central, the Jacksonville Jaguars in the AFC Central. Yeah. This is a real easy one, right? Mark Brunel and nobody else. That's it. <laughs> right. That's it. End of story. One guy. Mark Brunel and nobody else. Hey, man, and that was uh, – those Jacksonville teams coached by Tom Coughlin, who later went on to coach the Giants to two Super Bowls, were really good teams back then. Yeah. And Mark Brunel then – they have uh, a Hall of Famer. What's what's the tackle's name? Played at USC. Mm. Also, Munoz played at USC too, right? No, uh, yeah, he played it at USC. What was the what's the guy's name? Big dude, too tall. Tony Baselli. Baselli, that's right. I that's think right. Baselli's a Hall of Famer too. Yeah, most definitely. And Fred Taylor should be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. I agree with and that. that just makes me think if you did, did you get a chance to see the pivot podcast that Tommy was on this week? I did not. Man, you gotta watch that. Man, even though you're not a Steeler fan, you're you're just a sports fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and man, it's great insight. I love the pivot podcast. I watch a lot of them. I mean, they've had guests like Shaq on there and Charles Barkley and Floyd Mayweather and uh Jalen Ramsey, uh Caitlin Jenner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they have a lot of Ric Flair, a lot of diverse group of people. It's a great podcast. But uh, 
I was listed a point forward this week. Yeah, you did bring up Carl Pickens was a great receiver for the Bengals. But not no, he, he's not George Pickens' dad. It's that's been said, and I think people think that was like speculation and rumor that people ran with. But yeah, he's not not his dad. And GT, look, he's on it, man, because he's yeah. an OG, man. He remember Baselli, yeah. But so yeah, so the uh, Jaguars QB is real easy. Mark Brunel, that's all. So let's go ahead and and jump to the Houston Oilers. They were in the division until they became the Tennessee Titans. Then they were in the division as a as a Titans until two thousand two when they when they added the division. I believe I believe it was the the North, South, and Central or Northeast. I can't remember how, but in two thousand was North. Yeah, there was no South, North. The Central, the East, the the West and the South, wasn't it? AFC West, West, AFC West, AFC South, AFC East, and AFC Central. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. So the Titans were in the Central, were the Oilers, then they they became the Titans and were still in the Central. And then when the North came, they went, they formed the AFC South in addition to the new AFC North. Um, But Houston Oilers, man, so George let us know he remember uh is it past pastor pastorini right yeah pastorini I remember him vaguely but like you said some guys just aren't memorable I remember then Kenny stayed Kenny Stanley played a little bit for the Oilers too did he I know he did that's uh, before uh, I was probably still pooping in my diapers yeah, you probably were, man. But um, in in the live chat, the homie Britsburg Kevin said yes is already on it. That's I, I I tell you what, I mean you got Moon and McNair is a pretty good start, right? Moon and McNair, yeah, for top, yeah. What 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 else do you think about the Oilers QBs? Uh, Vince Young comes to mind. Um, not that he was ended up being a dynamic pro, but you know, just, I wasn't very many college collegiate players that I watched that was more exciting to watch than him. So obviously, he stuck out in my mind. Didn't uh, pan out the way uh, maybe we thought he was going to. You know, he but, he came in. Then he went Rookie of the Year. And he came in, and they, they, they were really good. I don't know if if I blame all that on Vince Young, and some of that might be Jeff Fisher, because Jeff Fisher couldn't win with uh, Jared Goff, and then and then uh, Sean McVay came in, and took Goff, took him to the Super Bowl. I I, uh, I played, listened to he, the he uh, for the Oilers for two years, eighty to eighty one. That's what I was looking for. I listened to a couple things on uh, a podcast on Levitard and Friends. And uh, Stu Gotts this past week asked a question because Jeff Fisher this year uh, in the the uh, USFL went two and eight. He said, "Would would Jeff Fisher find a way to lose eight games in a seven game season?" Was one of the questions he asked because he said the guy was always eight and eight. Seemed like Jeff hmm. Fisher just—I mean—he would find a way to be about five hundred. 
Seven and nine to nine seven. I got into an argument with somebody at the at the at the office break room. Not argument, but debate. We're talking yeah, football. Talking the water cooler. At the time, this might have been eight years ago, maybe a little longer. Um, but I said Jeff Fisher was not a, was a good coach, and then he went to the Rams because I'm, I'm going off after he left Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Then he went to the Rams, and after he left the Rams, I didn't think he was a good coach anymore. So. Yeah, getting a little bit off track here, but I want to bring up Jason Winningham's his list of uh, Tennessee Titans, Oilers quarterbacks. Um, he has Warren Moon, Pastorini, McNair, Cody Carson. Forget about him. I don't know how yeah. great he was. He was a good quarterback for a year or two, I think. And Oliver Luck to OG Oliver Luck. I believe in Archie Manning both played on Houston Oilers at the same time. Hmm. There's a good gene fool. Man, you know what I mean? So Oliver Luck, obviously the dad of Andrew Luck, and we know who Archie Manning's kids are. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to see uh I'm go ahead, B Dur. I'm just looking looking up something real quick. Make yeah, sure. I, I uh I'm again in this one. I I, I mean I get Dan Pastorini, probably three. I would say two McNair, one Moon, four and five. Don't even register with, with, with that team with me. So, four and five? Yeah. No one was there long no. enough and had good seasons. You know, so it's like, it's like me. Like, I don't, do you want me to put Jeff Blake in there? Do you want me to put, like, I, I think it, it, it peters out after three to me. So, I mean, Oliver Luck was a uh, Houston Oiler. I'm looking to make sure. And Archie Manning, they they played two years together in Houston. Um, I remember, I don't remember, uh, all all my memory of Archie Manning is with the Saints. So I don't know if he was was the starter. Yeah, running for his life with the Saints. Running for his life, yeah, Yeah, no doubt. That's what I assumed we were going to do with uh, Joe Burrow, to be honest with you. I was was expecting him to be the next Archie Manning. But hopefully we've solved some of those offensive line issues. So um, I would say Warren Moon. I, I think Warren Moon should be in the Hall of Fame if he isn't. Oh, he's got to be. I think he is. Got to be. Um, but yeah, Warren Moon, and then again, Steve McNair won an MVP. Yeah, I mean, I I I love watching Steve McNair play. I mean, he it, it, you think about toughest quarterbacks of all time, he's got to fall in the top five. I think of immediately. He was tough. Um, no, Warren Moon is not a Hall of Famer. That's crazy. No, he is. I'm sorry. He okay. is. He's Pro Football Hall of Famer and Canadian Football Hall of Famer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Steve McNair, man, just to keep it related to the Steelers, I my during, during before the draft, during the draft lead up, there was a lot of talk about the Steelers drafting Malik Willis. And, mm-hmm. I would have been okay with that. I mean, because I didn't think Kenny Pickett would be there. You know what I mean? 
So I would have if we were gonna take a quarterback, I was gonna want Malik Willis over Corral or or Ritter or some of those other guys. Um, but Malik Willis, my comp to him was Steve McNair. I yeah. see a lot of similarities in their game. I mean, obviously, Malik Willis wasn't wasn't you know, but Steve McNair came from a small school. He came from Alcorn State, a HBCU, yeah. and so you know they took a chance. He sat behind Warren Moore for like two or three years, and then when he came, when he when he was ready to play, he was ready to play. Yep. But no, so that that's just an interesting thing. We're talking about Steve McNair, and I had Malik, Malik Willis the comp for that. But so Warren Moon, Steve McNair. I probably would have to go. Hey, who's the kid? I'm mean, I'm not putting him on my list. Um that the that the Titans drafted um out of I believe Washington. Um Lock uh hold on. Locker. Jake, Jake Locker. Locker. Jake Locker. Yeah, I mean, you got guys you forget about. I mean, and didn't the quarterback that? So, hey, I'm just I'm just gonna leave it at at Moon and McNair, man. I mean, I'll throw Kenny Stabler in there because he's a Hall of Famer and he played for the Oilers. I don't think his best his best year obviously with the Raiders, but I'll yeah I'll throw him in there. Um, so we got Jacksonville. We talked about Cincinnati first year squad. We came back to Jacksonville. That was easy. We talked about the Oilers. Well, these next two are rough. Uh, let's 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 go ahead and get into the Browns. Uh, do we have to rank them all one through forty-two that they've had in the last <laughs> ten years? Um, they've had a lot. You're right, man. Uh, just just, so, just just the notable ones worth worth talking about. My 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 my. I'm gonna tell you, you know. I, I worked a little bit on this list. I'm a, I'm, I, I stayed in the Super Bowl era. Um, but if you're not in the Super Bowl era, I think you got to give a, a shout out to Otto Graham. Otto Graham. Um, but if you go back into reality in the Super Bowl era, uh, you got Sype, Kozar, and I'm going to give a, a, a shout out and a nod here because I think he got. A raw deal. I think they didn't do anything to get him an offensive line or anything around him, and they just let Tim Couch go out there and get killed. And I thought he was – I thought he had an opportunity to be a pretty pretty darn good quarterback. See, and they didn't know, give it to him. But I, I got to be honest with you. Well let, me, well, well, let me ask you this. You get – you get. I think Baker Mayfield's in their top five quarterbacks of all time. Wow. Well, first, let me say, Tim Couch. You know they drafted Tim Couch number one overall. Yeah, Achilles Smith went too. I'm very aware. And in in that same draft, if Achilles, Achilles Smith went too, there, there there's a almost almost borderline Hall of Famer that went in that same draft after those two guys went to five. Five NFC Championship games. Played for Andy Reid. Okay, McNabb. Donovan McNabb. Yeah. So I always look at that draft as they took Tim Couch, but the Browns could have had Donovan McNabb. 
Hey, you know what? They would have broke him too. <laughs> it's just the way that 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 was going to work out. Whoever went there was going to be a broken soul by the time they left. They had no line play. They had it was just a <laughs> set up for failure. Do you know this dude, Brian Drew? Is that a Browns quarterback? If you throw a name out there, it was probably a, a, a Browns quarterback at some point. <laughs> Jim Spencer. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. He probably sounds like somebody that was there like 10 years ago. So, you ever I'm read looking. these names? It, I'm trying to pull it up now. Like, it's, it's maddening. So, you just talk oh, about yeah, stars. I got I to I put Vinny Testaverde in there. Vinny Testaverde needs to be in there. You're right. You're right. He was the right. quarterback the last time he went to, to the playoffs before Baker took him year before last. But but look at what Testaverde – so I'm looking at it right now. Testaverde played two and a half seasons for them. Yeah, thir thir 37 games. So look at – start at 2000. Doug Peterson, Tim Couch, Spurgeon, uh, Spurgeon Wynn, Kelly Holcomb, Jeff Garcia, Charlie Fry, Trent Dilfer, Derek Anderson, Brady Quinn, Ken Dorsey, Bruce Gradkowski, Colt McCoy, Jake Malone, Seneca Wallace, Brandon Whedon, Thad Lewis, Jason Campbell, Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel, Connor Shaw, Josh McCown, Austin Davis, Cody Kessler, Robert Griffin III. It's true. Deshaun Kaiser, Kevin Hogan. Who's Kevin Hogan? He he's a kid. He played at uh he's from out here in uh Virginia, but he played at Stanford. Okay. I bet I, I bet he's probably still in the league on a practice squad or something. But uh he 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 was a decent talent coming out of coming out of high so school. Brian Brian Sight, Bernie Kozar, Vinny Testaverde. Tim Couch, Baker Mayfield, top five. Browns is the Browns. <laughs> um, I think I think they're making moves to get better. Like I don't think they are as bad as they were five years ago when they were talking about one in thirty-one over two seasons. No, no they're not like that. You know, I mean, they made the playoffs. Uh, they were eight and nine last year. They didn't finish in the cellar last year. Actually, Baltimore did. The Ravens. Um. So, test. I think Testa Verde was nice. Yeah, he only played two and a half years there. Right. So I can't. I can't put him in front of. Uh, I, I put him behind Tim Couch just because I think Tim Couch got a a bad shake, and Testa Verde played two and a half years. But like Tessa Verde's by far better quarterback than Tim Couch. Tessa Verde didn't work by, by virtue of taking them to the playoffs. So on that list, to me. I Listen, I I have the argument on, a, on an NBA basketball team, one player can take you to the playoffs. In the NFL, one player cannot take you to the playoffs. <laughs> you need more than one. Derek Derek Anderson had a good season too. I think if I remember correctly, he took him to the playoffs one year too. 
I, no, maybe he did. Maybe they finished ten and six and just missed the playoffs. Um, <laughs> and we're we're sitting here talking about quarterbacks that made the playoffs. The next team we're going to talk about, we're going to talk well, about let's, a, let's, a, a let's, team, let's, a team that drags a bunch of quarterbacks to the playoffs. Let's 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 real quick go ahead and uh give your top five Browns quarterbacks real quick. I got uh. Brian Sight, Bernie Kosar, Vinny Testaverde, Tim Couch, Baker Mayfield. And I have Brian Sight. Again, like I talked about Kenny Anderson and Boomer Sison. Brian Sight also won a league MVP. Yeah. Year before Kenny Anderson, right? Yeah. In the 80, Kenny Anderson won 81. Yeah. 80 was the year the Browns lost in the conference championship game to the Raiders. Um but yeah, so Brian Sight, oh, Bernie, Bernie Kozar, and I'll go. I have Vinny Testaverde. Our top top three are the same. I probably would have to put Baker Mayfield at four. He's already third on the all time list. And yeah, I would, I would probably put him at four over Couch. To be honest with you, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to show Couch some love. And I mean, so I guess I guess we're just leaving Otto Graham out because we didn't see Otto Graham play, right? I, I just went with the Super Bowl era. Okay, makes sense. Sixty-seven on. So yeah, then I'm man. I probably have to put Tim Couch in there if that's the case. Then it's not not a whole lot to choose from. There isn't. <laughs> but uh, okay, now let's let's and, go ahead. And I I agree that that is uh, with the last. Uh, sediment here by Kevin that is all garbage because if you look at like when I look at this the Ravens is a weird one but other than that I think it's the Cleveland's had the weakest quarterbacks in our division period really mm-hmm. from Baltimore's inception they for a while they struggled to find a QB I mean they went to the bowl with Trent Dilfer their inaugural quarterback was Vinny Testaverde was the was the carryover from Cleveland to Baltimore. I, I think Flacco's as good as anybody on their list. You might I, I might have to agree. Flacco got a Super Bowl, got a Super Bowl MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he fell off quick. Oh yeah. The, 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 when the tires didn't like get retread, they they, they went bald and burst. They were done. <laughs> so, so your 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 top five Ravens quarterback. <laughs> uh, I go Flacco one. I go uh, Lamar Jackson two. I, and then I, I struggle. I mean, I, I got maybe maybe Vinny Testaverde three. Don't forget, uh, don't forget. McNair had a cup of coffee there. McNair, yeah, and they were uh, good. That's what this is. I had I had Ravens listed as king retreads because you look at Kyle Bowler, John Harbaugh, Steve McNair, Elvis Gerbach, John Harbaugh, Randall for a year, Randall Cunningham, Jeff Blake, Chris Redman. They tried everybody that they yeah, thought they, they could retread. That's what I said. For a lot of years, they were looking for an answer at quarterback. Dilfer. They had Tony Banks and Dilfer at the same time. 
and, and, and like I said, that team, that defense in that team drug a bunch of quarterbacks into the playoffs and to Super Bowls. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they they probably drug Flacco to the playoffs the year they won the Super Bowl. He just got hot in the playoffs. Yeah, hot there, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Once he was there, but the defense got him there. Yeah, he threw a couple deep balls. and Yeah, Gerbach was okay, but he was only there, you know. Him and Tessa Verde the same way. They were both okay, but they were both there for just a couple. Yeah, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl there. That was the year they had the greatest, one of the greatest, what, top, yeah. Top three defenses of all time. That was uh, 2002, I believe. This is a s- two or three. Steelers, there's a Steelers 70. Was it 76 Steelers was the best defense of the 70s? Yeah, you got to put the, the Steelers, Steelers. I got Curry. Steelers. I got the, the 85 the Bears, Bears and the Ravens. And the top Ravens. three defenses of all time. And the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, Cunningham went to the Ravens. I think he only started two games. Got hurt. He was he was certainly there. Was that what that that, that, that was pre Minnesota Randall Cunningham, right? No, that was after. Wasn't that it? was after Minnesota. Yeah, let me let me double check the time. But yeah, I think I, th- I think you're right. Go ahead and look it up. But so my top five Ravens quarterbacks. I got to go Lamar Jackson. Um, then, I, then, I, then I'll go Flacco. I mean, Flacco won a Super Bowl MVP, but he got hot in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson has carried him to the playoffs most of his career, and he won a league MVP. Um, GT saying that uh, – the defense wanted for him. Um, yeah, that that was back in two thousand two. He did. I'd say in the playoffs, Flacco wanted for him because that game against San Francisco was like a 35-31 shootout or something like that. The Harbaugh brothers coaching against against each other. But uh, I go Jackson, Flacco. Uh, man, it does get tough, doesn't it? I guess I guess I got to go Dilfer. I mean. Nobody would think Flacco and Dilfer are Super Bowl winning caliber quarterbacks. But you know, the 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 Washington football team that did the same thing. They won all their Super Bowls with different quarterbacks. You got Theisman, you got Doug Williams, and you got Rippin. Um Jackson, Flacco, Dilfer. Yeah, I'm just gonna stop there, man. I mean, because like you said, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of retreads. Yeah, just getting drug around. Uh, Randall Cunningham played there his last season in the league, 2001. Okay. That was that was not only after the Vikings; that was after the Dallas Cowboys cup of coffee again. That doesn't register with me at all. I don't remember that at all. I got um, I guess I'll put S- Steve McNair fourth. I mean, because he was there. They were. I remember them being thirteen and three a couple of times, I believe, while he was there. I mean, when you start looking at this list, it really tells you how good that defense was. You're right. Wow, different <laughs> all-time Baltimore's quarterback. Oh, he laughed at that. Okay. Oh, I forgot about RG 
three. Uh, yeah, he didn't really play it. Only, yeah. only a handful starts. Okay, now let's go ahead and get to who the people came for. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterbacks. And like I said earlier in the broadcast, I go back to Terry Bradshaw. The first game I remember was uh, the 1980. Well, the season was 79. The year was 80. Super Bowl. Steelers versus the Rams. First Super Bowl I remember. Um, Pittsburgh won that game. Terry Bradshaw had about three touchdown passes, I believe. But So my Steeler fandom goes back to slightly around, around that season, that time. Um, but in that time, so I remember Terry Bradshaw. I remember Mark Malone. I remember Cliff Stout. I remember when David Woodley came for a little bit. He was the quarterback that took the Dolphins to the Super Bowl uh, before Dan Marino got there. There was David Woodley. Then I think there was Bubby Brister. Then there was, after Bubby Brister, who am I? Was, it didn't go from Bubby Brister to Neil O'Donnell, but that's that's how I remember it. Mike Tomzak? Mike Tomzak was there. But I feel like Mike Tomzak was there later. I'm pretty sure he was there later because Tomzak was still at Ohio State in the in the late 80s. Yeah, you would know that better. Best, is he the second best Ohio State NFL quarterback of all time behind Arch Leister? No, Schleister wasn't your guys, was he? Yeah, no, Schleister was played. Ohio Who State. Who am I thinking about? Did he? Did he? Yeah, Schleister was Ohio State. Okay. He's the last player over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah. Mike Tomzak. Mike Tomzak was, was ninety-three and ninety-nine. So, and the third best would be Tom Tupa, but that was because he could punt, and he was a punter. Well, this is not about Ohio State quarterbacks, man. I know. I just throw a shade at you. Keep going. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, uh, I, you know, uh, go ahead, keep going. <laughs> but uh, so Mike Tomzak, Neil O'Donnell, Neil O'Donnell, Kent Graham was in there. Kent Graham, Ohio State quarterback too. He he had a career in the NFL. Um, Cordell Stewart, then Tommy Maddox. Tommy and then after Maddox. you get to Tommy Maddox, you really it's easy. Then it's, it's Big Ben. I mean. You can throw some of the backups in there. Uh, Charlie Batch, Byron Leftwich, Michael Vick, Mason Rudolph, you know. And I don't know that there is a top five. Oh, Claude remembers. I don't. I, I know who he is. I don't remember seeing Joe Gillum play. Claude, did you see Joe Gillum play? He was, uh, he might have been like the first African-American quarterback in the NFL. Joe Gillum. Let's see. Now you got people coming. Okay. Jason. Scott Campbell. He remembers Tom Tupa. Yeah. Who is this? Scott Campbell? Mid-80s? That's not the same Campbell to play for the Detroit Lions, is it? So it looks like Scott Campbell played uh, two games, started two games for you guys in 1985. Okay. Did Mark Malone started eight, got hurt, and then David Woodley came in for six and Scott Campbell for two. Mark Malone and then went straight into Bubby Brister. And and Bubby wasn't that bad, man. Oh, Bubby yeah, went Bill, straight into Neil O'Donnell. 
Okay. Tom Zach was after Neil O'Donnell. And Bill Durrell reminds us of the Duck. Yeah, Duck Hodges. What a cult following he had, man. I, he was the most popular guy. He could have been the mayor of Pittsburgh, I think, at, at one point. Yeah, you time, obviously you were living there during that time. Yeah. Too. Yeah. <laughs> man, he when he uh, he won a couple of games he wasn't supposed to, and everybody here loved the story's fantastic, you know what I mean? Um, but just yeah, it was he was uh, the city was ripe for his picking. Let's see. It was a news story here when he retired last year. <laughs> it, they, it was on 93.7 The Fan. It was on, It was everywhere. Do you agree with this list? I would I would put O'Donnell ahead of Tom Zach, and yes. So, Cordell Stewart and his two AFC Championship games don't belong on the list of top five? And maybe put him instead of uh, Bobby Brister. Maybe put him instead of Tom Zach. I think Tom Zach's better than Brister, don't you? For the Steelers? Yeah. I don't think. You got the numbers there? Hmm. Oh. We're getting some nuggets dropped on us. Yeah, the Steelers got off Johnny United quick and traded him away to the Colts, and he goes on to a legendary Hall yeah. of Fame career. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But they did have John. I think they drafted Johnny United. But no, so the question about about Cordell and and, and uh, Mike Tomczak. Oh, I was Bobby Brister and Mike Tomczak. Yeah, Bobby Brister and Mike Tomczak. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely. So I got, I got Big Ben, my Steelers top five. Big Ben, Terry Bradshaw. The first two are. Obvious should be on everybody's list. Um, then I probably go Neil O'Donnell because he went to two AFC Championship games, went to a Super Bowl. Then I go Cordell Stewart. Then I go Bubby Brister. I have a very unpopular. Oh yeah, opinion. Jim Miller. Remember Jim Miller? I have a very po- unpopular opinion in this city, um, but. I think there's a, a big gap between Big Ben and Terry Bradshaw. I think Big Ben was much, much better than Terry Bradshaw. I don't know that you'll get an argument with that. I mean, you said Terry Bradshaw's numbers. I mean, 212 interceptions. I mean, 212 touchdowns, 210 interceptions. I mean, but Bradshaw, Bradshaw was the quarterback of a team that had – Two Hall of Fame wide receivers, a Hall of Fame running back, a Hall of Fame center. I forgot Mike Webster when we talked about the offense, too. So there's another Hall of Famer. Um, Yeah, and a defense that was just great. I mean, Ben was kind of the force multiplier, the engine that drove the team, and Terry Bradshaw was a driver. You know what I mean? If I'm using that analogy. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't have, I don't have any – so you get people, oh, yeah. you get people that tell you Bradshaw is better than Roethlisberger. I'm gonna tell you this. I take, I'm gonna take Bobby Brister over, over um, Mike Tomczak just because Tomczak had more career interceptions and touchdowns. Um, Say it again now. You going to Mike Tomczak had more career interceptions than career touchdowns, and and I don't have to really dig too far into that. I mean, it, that's not good. They're both at 50-some percent completions. Looking at just their Pittsburgh work, 
But you know, third, third, third. Tom Zack had one year he went ten and five. That for the Steelers or for the Bears? I'm looking at Mike Tom Zack. Nineteen uh nineteen ninety six quarterback record ten and five, but that's not because of him. He completed fifty five percent of his passes through fifteen touchdowns and seventeen interceptions. Again, defenses dragging trash cans into the playoffs with him. Yeah. Hmm. He's currently coaching at Youngstown State, Mike Tomzak is. Yeah, Jason Winningham here. Mike Tomzak took the Steelers to the playoffs. I just, just went through his stats that year. 54% completions and had more interceptions than, than touchdowns. He didn't take anybody anywhere. He got took to the playoffs. So, hey, listen, the what, 1996 what, 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 what? defense could have just bought him a ticket to the playoffs instead of having him play quarterback. What year was that? 1996. So that was the year after the Super Bowl and Neil O'Donnell mm-hmm. went to the Jets. Mm-hmm. So did they still have like Barry Foster and Rod Woodson and, you know, Bam Morris running back and mm-hmm. probably Yancey Thigpen still was there. They had a good team. I mean, they just lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. He comes in, takes them to a 10-5 and five record. Um. Yeah, Bradshaw has two Super Bowl MVPs. Big Ben has one? No, he has none. Big Ben has no Super Bowl MVP. It's kind of like the, the Steph Curry argument. He just won the, the finals MVP, had four championships, and just got his first MVP. Um, in the Super Bowls for the Steelers, it was it was it was Heinz War and then Antonio Holmes. I understand that, but I get Santonio Holmes won that one, but Big Ben played really well in that in that game and threw one of the best passes in Super Bowl history. Now, when, when you guys beat Seattle, the best pass of that game was thrown by a wide receiver on either side. Randall L., but he was a quarterback yep. in college. In college, yeah. Yep. yeah. Heinz Ward was a quarterback in college. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so wrapping up, man, like I said, so – since we're talking about quarterbacks and we know we, we don't know about Deshaun Watson, but we know when he comes back, he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Browns. We know Lamar Jackson. We know Joe Burrow. So, ah, oh, forgot about dude too. T Martin, his son plays in the NFL. I believe he's the wide receiver Amari Rogers for the green Bay Packers. Um, Who's going to be the Steelers quarterback this year? Who do you like? What do you see happening when training camps get get started in about four weeks from now? I think that um, they're. I think they'll start off with Trubisky, and I think it's the right move. Um, but I also think, you know, if you guys have a really good team, right? So let's let's start off with Trubisky. Let's let you know. Uh, pick it, kind of learn a little bit more, get into, get a little bit more into the speed of the NFL game, and then, then, you know, maybe if six, seven, eight games down the line, things aren't going the way you want them, then maybe you pull that trigger. But I would go with Mitch. So you go with Mitch right away. Mm-hmm. 
that's kind of I, I I kind of flip flop on that man. Like I was all Mitch. Then I hear some chatter, some talk about Kenny Pickett is is an experienced college quarterback. Like 49, he, 49 games played. He is, but the one knock on him coming out of college that he he would get happy feet when pressured, especially up the middle. So if you start getting happy feet in the NFL and you, you step up in the pocket and let those guys come off of blockers, you're going to get hit hard. So I think it could be more damage than, than good until he gets his sea legs under him. Jason Winningham caught some baby hands. Let's see what Britsburg says. Start Kenny coming afterwards after the bye. I believe the Steelers' bye is week eight or nine. Um, I believe Mason's out of here. I don't believe Mason is even a viable option. I believe they have uh, Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, and Chris O'Dulican grooming him as as the future backup. Um, but you know that's still that's still a project. That's still two two years, three years away. They got Mitch for two years. Kenny's on his rookie contract, so he's there for five years. Um, but I've been I've been I've been fluctuating on this one, man. I like Mitch. I like what the potential Mitch. Like Mitch was a second round overall pick. If he can come in and show some of that potential and play good with a good team, and I believe Matt Canada's system can can fit him. A lot of you know. And I don't think he's trash either. I mean, the guy made a Pro Bowl. Yeah. The guy made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, I don't think he's trash. I don't think he's trash. I think he might have been put in too quick because he had only played 12 games in North Carolina. That's where Kenny Pickett has played 49 games. Yeah. Um, part of me says, like, you you guys threw Joe Burrow in there. Yeah, I he agree. Played two seasons. I agree. I mean, so part of me says go with your first-round guy. The defense is going to – the running game is going to be good enough that you can win with him while he's learning on the – on the job, you know what I mean? But part of me is saying that Mitch brings something, too, that you got to see. I mean, so I wonder what do we do if Brit – Britsburg just hit the nail on the head right there. What did he say? Where at? Hit, played for Nagy, one of the worst coaches in the NFL. Okay. Yeah, I see. Yeah. That. Oh. That, that, that did not – that <laughs> Nagy did not stand the test of time. Yeah, he led the Bears to the playoffs. Yeah, so – Hey, so I'm, like I said, I'm torn, man. I mean, so whoever comes to camp and just does does the job and wins it out, I'm with I'm I'm, I'm with that guy. Um, I had a I had an ESPN update on my computer here. I lost it. It said that uh, Jacoby Brissett likely to be the Cleveland Browns opening opening week quarterback and who knows how long that'll go for all year but yeah man so we're gonna get out of here man we've been we're at the hour mark um so thanks everybody in the live chat for joining us all your opinions are great and much appreciated we'll be back next week hopefully be there to be back with me i go off his schedule but i'm here every sunday at five o'clock um be dirt what's up man you got any parting shots anything to say <sighs> Party shot. Um, 
I'm going to give you one guy from the Bengals to look at this year that's not on very many people's radar, Joseph Asai out of Texas. Tore meniscus last year, sat out all year. Defensive uh, lineman? Defensive end, linebacker. Um, he's going to play edge rush for us, uh, opposite of Hendricks probably, Hendrickson. Um, and uh, I think he's going to get more time than we think. He's real raw. You know, came over from Nigeria and never really playing football. Keep an eye out for him. I think he's going to be a good one. Okay. And my part of the shot is you guys lost um, defensive linemen. Yeah, you guys picked him up, didn't you? What's his name? Ogunjobi. Larry Ogunjobi. Yeah. And how, how many seasons did you guys play for you guys? One or two. Yeah, he wasn't there long. Yeah, he just played one. Yeah. Last yeah, I think year. He just played one, yeah. Last year. But but good player. Very good player. He's going to help yeah. you out a lot. He's going to fill up two year, at right? spot. Yep. He's going to fill up two at spot for you. And where'd you guys go last year? To Super Bowl. There it is. Ogan Joby's the missing piece. <laughs> That's a hot take. That's a hot take. That should, that should be a segue to beat a big G. I don't know if you guys made you. the Super Bowl because Ogan Joby was there from Cleveland or because you guys got Mike Hilton from us. Uh, but, no, I, I like think Hilton played a bigger piece. I like Ogan Joby though. I mean, he has seven sacks. That's nothing to sneeze at. No, seven no, 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 not at all. He probably was like, if not first, second in sacks for you guys, I bet. At least second. Second or third. Hendrickson was way farther than that. Okay. So probably like 14 or 15. Yeah. Forgot about him. But yeah, man. So that's it. I just wanted to bring up Ogan Joby and kind of tease you with that one, man. Um, Hey, thanks, Kevin, man. We appreciate you and everybody else watching, man. We'll be back next week. Um, I want to say thanks for joining us. Check out all the other podcasts on the BTSC Family of Podcasts and Network. What did the guy say? This is your this is your one-stop shop for all Steelers information. On your way out the door, shout out Jason Whittingham's last take. Let him have the last word. <laughs> Love it. He just, wins, he just wins championships with Danny Green, though, right? Yep. He's get a traded, Get traded on the 11th hour. Get traded at the 11th hour. Go to the Super Bowl. I hear you. But, uh, yeah, man, so check out all the all the, all the the different podcasts on, on YouTube, the, the audio podcast, the Jeff Hartman Let's Ride, all the shows during the week. Tonight, there'll be the Steelers Q&A. Uh, tomorrow on YouTube, there'll be the Hangover. With Brian Anthony Davis, Shannon White, Tony Defio. Be sure to check them all out, man. I'm about to jump off here and go do the uh you go check it out, B Dirt, the Know It All podcast. You know it. <laughs> Probably in about 15 minutes. But yeah, you guys have a good week. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. And here we go, Steelers. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.